This is Radical Learning Talks with Sadi Gonzalez and Becca Koritz. Have you ever been in a state where you have no idea what your passions or interests are, or you feel like you don't know what you want or you're good at? Or maybe you feel discomfort in your kid's process of figuring those things out. Well, we believe this comes from one of the biggest school wounds, the disconnect to our inner compass and unique configuration. In this episode, we chat about how seeing ourselves as unschoolers can help us reconnect to ourselves and heal. do that today no (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's this thing that I know that you have been observing too in parents Um, but when many parents new to de-schooling the de-schooling process uh, they come to us and they are in a pickle Hmm. because either their kids are de-schooling they they have been like taken out of the conventional system and now they're de-schooling um, and they're bored, blah, blah, blah. They don't know what to do. Uh, or it could be that they're actually unschooling and something happens in the parents when they see their kids being so active. Either way, there's like this wound that is being triggered in the parents mm. because they look at their kids, kids either bored, not knowing what to do, not knowing if like what kind of initiative to take. And the parents are thinking, how am I going to guide them when I don't know, like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what I'm interested in. I don't know what my passions are. Or it could be parents that have unschooling kids and them themselves, they're like, whoa, my kids are so active Mm -hmm. and they're so creative and I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like, I can see this school wound. Like, there's so many different kinds of school wounds, but there's one particular school wound that just disconnects us from from ourselves, mm-hmm. from our inner compass, from from like that part of us that knows what we want to do, what we like, what we're curious about. Mm-hmm. And this is what I would like to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I love this topic because it's it's something that I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself of and um, working on in my own de-schooling process is, is confronting that question of like, what do I like what do I want to do like what what do what do I like what am I passionate about what how do I want to spend my time like oh shit like Sai is super happy on Minecraft building all kinds of worlds and doing skateboarding and this and that and it doesn't always look like that but (laughs) on some days it does and what am I gonna do you know and and I feel like when I was listening to you talk Becca I see this a lot with parents that enter unschooling before diving into the deep de-schooling work, which is like shedding all the beliefs that have a really hard time and have a little, a lot of discomfort around seeing their kids in that process of figuring things out. Yeah. Like when they don't know what they do, yeah. what to do. And parents love to interfere. Exactly. And it, it becomes a reason why I think many want to, or an excuse sometimes why many want to stop like like get out of unschooling or have a hard time continuing it's yeah. because well look they're not doing anything yeah is this the way it's gonna look now? they're bored and so yeah. I think when when you say wound like when I heard you say that word wound I literally like felt it in my chest because I know that feeling of pain and anxiety and like ah, and 
concern and fear when there's like a little hollow piece inside of you that is unfulfilled or missing or empty or blank or question mark because and this is why it's a school wound because we have been so stripped for so long of our life of being able to choose for ourselves decide for ourselves haven't been asked you know what is it that you want to do like we've been told for so long what it is we need to do and how it needs to look that we've been stripped of almost like the the creative process of discovering our true passions I absolutely agree 100%. And what I think is that maybe some people, while listening to you saying that, might feel like, ooh, um, but no, like, I wasn't, I wasn't that wounded at school. I, I, what do you mean? And I think that maybe it would be a good idea to, um, to talk a little bit about exactly what happens. So I'm thinking specifically of, for instance, um, you're in a classroom, you have to sit still but your body maybe wants to move or maybe it's hungry or thirsty or maybe it needs to rest maybe you have to go pee and you have to ask for permission to exactly. do it exactly <laughs> and they say no oh. uh, i'm also thinking for instance about maybe someone else tells you to read this text you have to read this text but maybe you want to draw mm-hmm. or you want to choose your own text or for instance, you are stuck in a room with 30 people exactly your same age, but actually all you wanna do is run around in the woods with your best friend that is two years younger or two years older, or a sibling, what do mm-hmm. I know? Like there's so many things that happen in school. Oh, a big one for me when I was in public school was having to wake up at a certain hour. Yeah. Like my body was just, I, I had a different rhythm. And I had to wake up at like six o'clock in the morning to be on a school bus by seven. I would always fall asleep on the school bus yeah. and I would like crawl out of it like totally disheveled and disoriented. But that was a complete like misalignment from my natural rhythm. Yeah, and so what I'm saying is like what happens in school is really that they little by little um, disconnects us from mm-hmm. what feels good for us from what we want to do, from what we like, from our interests, from our passions and our like, you know, like natural abilities. Mm-hmm. They just nope, that's not important. It's not valid. And so little by little, I would say that they break us down. Mm-hmm. And so of course then being an adult, having done all the right things, all the things that people told you to do, this is what you need to do and this is how to do it you're suddenly in a place where you don't really know who you are. You don't know what you like, you don't know what you want, you don't know what your dreams are because you stop dreaming. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's also, yeah, this, this, I mean, two things pop out for me. One is creativity. Yeah. Like, all of your natural capacity for creativity. And humans are extremely creative. Yeah, but if you're being told all the time or you have to fit into this box, like where is where is there room for creativity, right? So that's shot. But also that is linked to identity. Yeah. Like who like what you're saying, Becca, like who am I as a person if I'm just like a cog in the machine or if I'm just like going through the motions without really connecting with who I am or what I want and I can't. I need permission to do that and 
I, I'm not granted that permission <laughs> um, by a system that is so one size fits all, then where's the individual? Where is the huge, like, where is, yeah. where are you in it? Yeah. Gone. In your identity. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is, this is just one mm-hmm. t- kind of, of school wound. There's so many others, mm-hmm. but I think it's very relevant to this topic of like, how can I guide a kid or be an example for a kid modeling this if I don't know myself? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, what do you do? I mean, I think one of the reasons why I love and like, oh gosh, right now I feel like it's so hard, right? The de-schooling, unschooling. There's so many hard things about it, but when it's grooming and flowing oh. and like, you know, your kid or kids and your family is thriving, it feels so good. And it's like... It's amazing. In those moments, it's really because we get to choose. Yeah. Because there's spaciousness yeah. to be able to shift our mentality to a let's try it mentality. Yeah. And that's what unschooling is for me. Unschooling is a big let's try it mentality. Like so maybe today it's this, but maybe tomorrow it's going to look totally different cuz we're changing, right? Yeah. And so our lives are going to change, our schedules might change, our you know, and of course there are kids that and humans, adults, people that need certain, you know, uh, predictability and structure and you know based on how different minds work but I think for me the biggest gift that unschooling has given myself and my family is that spaciousness to just try try it out and see if it's working and see yeah. what sticks yeah and I think it's really like a muscle it's something mm-hmm. that you have to train and you have to do it kind of constantly mm-hmm. because I went through this process way before um, Theo was born um, a, a very dear person in my life passed and I was thrown into this kind of limbo because they passed very young and what what's what really hit me hard was that this person didn't really live their dreams mm-hmm. they didn't have time to live their dreams and it, it just went straight in I was like oh my god I'm not living my dreams either mm-hmm. and it went bigger I'm like I don't even know what my dreams are I don't have any dreams and it felt very big. It was like it had to be the dream, the passion, this this huge thing. And in the end, I decided to downscale the whole thing and just be like, can I come up with one or two things that I've always wanted to do that I haven't done that I could try? Mm-hmm. And then at least I will take them off my list and I will, I will be, you know, true to myself and loyal with myself and be like, okay, at least I've tried it. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I, I did two things that I always wanted to do and it got me going. And they were, they were, what were they? I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. So one was, one was like, I have, I have, I dreamt since I was very, very small of, of speaking Spanish fluently. Mm-hmm. So I had already done a lot of Spanish, but I wanted more and I was like I want to go to Spain and spend some more time there in order to to learn more and that kind of I combined it with this other dream that I had which was like dancing flamenco Mm -hmm. again I had been taking classes in Stockholm it was one of those things but going to Spain and actually try it out there I mean for me an introvert shy like I had never pushed myself really I decided to combine those two and so I went down to Spain for five weeks 
and take them off my list. That's what I did. Now that opened up this other like completely different pathway where it was like, oh, actually I'm gonna move to Mexico, which was a crazy decision and it came out of the blue. Um, but that followed and it, I'm sure it wouldn't have followed if I hadn't started it, you know? And it's not that I am a flamenco dancer today. It's been 17 years since I stepped out of those shoes but Spanish, mm. I learned it and I speak it. And every day I speak Spanish, which is every day down here in Mexico, I, I'm so happy and I'm like, this was one of my dreams. Mm. I always wanted to be able to, to speak it and I do. And so what I have learned in this process is like, it can be super tiny. It doesn't have to be so big, but sometimes the tiny things become really big. Right. But if it is too big of a dream, you will most likely not do it. This, this makes me think a lot about like this idea and concept of like chasing joy too where I feel like life can become really mundane and boring mm-hmm. when which I mean th- like boring is okay too you know like there's a lot of things that like when you're bored is when you can also kickstart some creative thinking right and some and creative people need spaciousness to not be doing anything to be to flow in creativity again so there's nothing wrong with that but but you know when things aren't kind of flowing how maybe you want them to flow like I feel like that like what's so wonderful about unschooling is that when you're in these moments where maybe things aren't flowing or you're like bored which is there's nothing wrong with boredom because it's in moments of stillness where our creativity can actually have space to flow right Mm. so that doesn't scare me but it's this thing of of trying to chase joy in your life and trying to to find the things that actually bring you that joy and do them you know and and have the spaciousness to to try to try to like risk you know take risks and try things that maybe you're like oh I'm kind of I want to do flamenco but I'm kind of scared but you know what I'm going to try it because if I don't like it I don't have to continue because nobody is telling me that I have to yeah because nobody is putting me in a box because it's like there's something about unschooling that really takes away this idea of needing permission mm. to be who you are and you know what's interesting? I feel that we still come with so many limiting beliefs ourselves. So even though the pressure isn't coming from the outside, we can use that pressure on ourselves. And I remember this because uh, when I came back from, when I went to Sweden the first time after having moved to Mexico, I was ecstatic because I was trying so many new things. And I was doing all these cool things. Like I was blown away by myself. I had no idea that I was capable of doing all those things and so I was talking to friends and you know they all came up with the same response they were like well you know I've always dreamt about learning how to play the bass and become a bass player but I just don't think it's worth it if I if I can't play in a famous band I don't want to do it and it made me realize that I had been using the same kind of excuses like well there's no why why, why would I go down to Spain and dance flamenco I'm too old I'm not it's like gonna quantifying yeah your dreams. yeah and it's like it has to like as if they also had to have a goal right you have to have a dream that leads to a specific goal and mm-hmm. no you don't have to you can just do things 
because you want to try them because they seem fun and sometimes and I have to say this like I'm talking from from my own experience here like for someone who is like withdrawn a little bit like I used to be um, new things can be extremely scary and so it's not that I would feel like yes this is what I want to do but rather hmm, like there's like this little heartbeat going maybe mm -hmm. and for me that little maybe okay that was enough for me to be like okay then I have to do it right and then you just you just do go from there basically yeah and where I was going with the the joy thing is like I, I think at the end of the day because there's no end goal of you know we we need to accomplish XYZ that it's really about the process and not the outcome that what ends up happening is we live more joyfully Absolutely. and that becomes a goal yeah like you know ch that becomes like a barometer of sorts yes you know where it's like okay I'm not having fun and I'm not enjoying this or what are the things the little things and I love this what you're saying Becca because it's like I think it's so easy to get stuck into this idea uh, because it's so schoolish and it is a school wound of like it has to be this big thing that we forget of, about the baby steps yeah. of just finding like little things that bring us joy and happiness yeah and I mean it can be so small really yeah. like it can be you see a lovely flower and you just want to smell it stay there you there's know there's also guilt in that like I yeah. think that there's guilt when we do do small things and they bring like if it's not a big thing or yeah if it's if it if we don't know what we want to do because it's that it's that purpose-driven mentality right it's like oh there's something wrong with me if I don't know what to do I mean we see this a lot in our deeply de-schooling coaching sessions like when people are like well I don't I don't know what I want I don't I, I or I have this big dream I want to quit everything I want to like you know get rid of my job and move and do all this stuff and then it's like the guilt comes in I'm not doing all those things yeah. and it's like you're here yeah you're talking about it yeah you're thinking about it you're aware that there's a shift that you want to make in your life start small yeah like, and sometimes the only thing you might want is I need more rest like I right. just want to sleep I just want to nap yeah and especially when you have small kids I think that that is like a thing that the thing and if that is the thing in this moment that you dream of doing do it right just like without to... yeah without having to justify it or explain it or or turning it into something huge it will come but you can't be passionate about something when you're dead tired right. like first you have to take care of yourself right so i think also what comes up for me is that I think as as parents of unschoolers it's super easy to focus on supporting our kids to be unschoolers yeah. and we forget that we are unschoolers like we are lifelong learners this isn't we don't we can't compartmentalize or like separate ourselves from our kids process or like as you know like oh no my kids the unschooler but I'm still the parent that needs to work that needs to do this that needs to do <laughs> yeah. that yes that's true we have to put food on the table we have to you know we still live in a capitalistic society that requires us to play the game sometimes but you know this idea of oh I'm freaked out because my kid doesn't know what to do well are you asking what you want to do like yeah and sometimes I think it's so easy to get like focused on supporting our kids to to connect 
with themselves and figure out what they're passionate about that we lose sight of of our passion ourselves yeah and i will tell you like the more that i am chasing my own joy that i am like doing things that fulfill me the more that i see that sigh and my partner and people in my life are also like turned on by that yeah. you know like their fires it's are turned inspiring. on by my fire yeah. it's like hey i'm gonna go do this thing i'm gonna go surf right now i'm gonna fall flat on my face but i'm gonna try it and see how it goes and then it's like yeah i did it it's like oh i want to try that too yeah so it's almost like i mean it's contagious well it's i think it's replacing permission with inspiration oh that's beautiful you know like do i have permission to not know what I want to do, but try a bunch of different things until something yeah. sticks? Or, you know, wow, you're trying all those things and you don't know what's going to stick. I want to do that too. Exactly. And the thing is here, I see so many parents also, this is like an, a sidetrack, but still, I, I think it's worth mentioning. I see so many parents being frustrated when their kids are trying a lot of things and nothing sticks. Right. And they're like, but what the hell? What's going on? It's like, it's normal. We're figuring out what we like and what we don't like. And the only way of doing that is trying a lot of things. So if, like, you know, like, you have to have the right to try and say, this was not for me. Right. And that's okay. Or try and maybe try a little bit again and see maybe it will stick a little bit later because that also happens. But there is this thing and it really, it, it makes me think about what we talked about in our last podcast when we focus only on our children's learning process like what are they learning how are they doing it how much are they doing it instead of focusing on what we are learning Mm -hmm. Um, because because it's that thing in the beginning we can get so stuck on the learning process because we're still um, having like this paradigm in our head where we believe that it is about you know a result and we are comparing our kids to what's going on in school and it's important to us to make sure that they learn all these things but for me it's really not the main thing it is about how we're living life and then coming back to this it's about understanding that yeah we can be unschooling parents or we can actually be unschoolers ourselves and Mm -hmm. and show them how to do it by trying these new things and by starting to follow our passions or try to discover what they are I also think just living like what you're saying like sometimes I see this a lot and I've experienced this and also flow into this space too sometimes where it's like it's all about what am I learning what am I what am I passionate about what am I doing that makes me feel good and then that becomes an obsession yeah versus it's like I don't know this it's for me the big mindset shift is is one trying like moving to a try it mentality but also a let's just live Mm -hmm. like let's just breathe yeah let's just be humans with heartbeats waking up and enjoying the day and sometimes not like just be you know some sometimes they're really shitty days and you're feeling down and but you know it's not easy even those days i kind of enjoy it because i'm like oh i'm having a shitty day i'm alive that's okay i'm alive and i'd rather feel this than not being alive right of course yeah and to me it's that thing too where it's um it's not just about learning no it's 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 about living and sharing, yeah, like sharing our time. I don't know. I have this crazy 
I feel like unschooling is completely changing my perception of time. Tell me more. <laughs> Whereas before, and probably because of school and because of society and all this, how things work, the day, like there's 24 hours in a day, mm-hmm. there's, you know, you wake up and then you're supposed to do these certain things at certain times <laughs> yeah. of the day. And now it's like, I don't, I don't even look at the clock sometimes unless I have to go somewhere mm-hmm. and I, and sometimes you remind me. <laughs> I've never been like that. Like I've always been somebody that's like really like, mm. I know exactly the minute, the hour, but also like, I don't know how to describe it. I almost see it in colors. It's like, it's, it's a bunch, it's like a rainbow mm-hmm. instead of it being one color. Yeah. You know, where it's like, there's so many different layers of the day and of who we are and how we interact. And, um, I'm getting very metaphysical right now, but it's perfectly fine. It's it, like, it stretches time. It does stretch time. It stretches time. And so it becomes this, it's, it's just this, um, this being, the sense of being, the sense of being like fully present yeah. in your body, in your, in yourself yeah. and reconnecting with like who you are, like and in yeah, that moment. It's so interesting that you're saying that because what I was thinking in my head was like through unschooling, we can actually reconnect to ourselves. Yeah. We can reconnect to that inner compass that we were born with, but that we were disconnected from. And here we are, we're adults, we're grown-ups, and we can, we can heal that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I think it goes through baby steps and realizing that it's like a muscle that we exercise, you know, a little bit every day mm-hmm. until it turns into this crazy flow that you're talking about. Because for me, that is that flow where I'm like, I like my days nowadays. They're so flowy, and if we need to change a plan, we change a plan, and there's still plenty of time to do what we want to do. Yeah, and and there's also conflict, and there's also, like, not flow. (laughs) There's also, (laughs) you know, like, storms and shit, but, so it's not, it's not But I don't look at them, I don't, you know, it's true, but I don't see them as, as like, so bad. The way I I used to perceive it was, like, something that was really bad and I needed to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I look at those moments of storm as, um as moments of opportunities for connection with myself, with whoever it is I have in front of me. And so I kind of feel, I perceive them differently. Mm. You know what I'm also thinking is that one thing for me, which is like a critical ingredient of unschooling at any level is curiosity, right? It like helps develop our our capacity to be curious about ourselves about the people around us about life and it's like that sense of curiosity I I agree like even the hard moments like when I can tap into that curiosity of like what's what's really going on Mm. here like why am I feeling so frustrated that I just want to scream or I scream (laughs) you know or whatever it is like I'm getting fixated on certain things or I'm not flowing or life really sucks right now like once when I can like confront it or or approach it from this place of curiosity and also knowing that nothing lasts forever mm-hmm. so it's like it's gonna pass like yeah. whatever crap is happening it's gonna pass and what is that crap and why is it happening exactly. like when you come into yeah. that space it's different and I, and so that's but that's unschooling like that that 
and de-schooling. Like, I didn't, I don't know if I, if I did approach life. I think I've always been a curious person and maybe that's why I'm unschooling and de-schooling. You know, I think maybe it's harder for people that don't have a natural capacity for, for mm. curiosity. Yeah, I, I see that it can be hard. Yeah. Like, we don't generally meet situations or person from that lens. But I think that it's probably like if we if we should just leave this podcast with with one word of how to do that reconnecting, Mm -hmm. you know, with yourself and with with your process and who you are. I think curiosity is the word. I was just thinking about how many parents and kids have told me that that in school they were not allowed to ask questions. (laughs) Yeah. And. I would say, like, unschooling is the opposite of that. It's Mm. like, ask all the freaking questions you can ask about things. Get curious. Get messy. Like Instead of having to provide with just one right answer. Right, because when we're curious is when the I don't know what I want to do isn't so scary. It's Mm. like, oh, I don't know what I want to do. How come? Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. (laughs) And maybe, like, let me dig into that and figure out why. And once I figure out why I've had such a hard time, then I can actually open up to the different possibilities. And so, yeah. Baby steps. Baby steps. episode of Radical Learning Talks, we chat with Bria Bloom, Executive Director of the Alliance for Self-Directed Education, born and raised unschooler, podcast co-host, and flying squad facilitator. Bria shares her perspective on the different flavors of unschooling and about her experience in the SDE world. Stay tuned.